0: Welcome to the Stories of Starting podcast. I'm Heather Boyd. As a self-employed artist for the last 30 years, I'm fascinated with people's passions and creative projects. In this series, we discover how people like you have started new projects by thinking outside the box, going with the flow, and tapping into their childhood imagination. So hey guys, it's Take... Three of the interview with my sister. So she's back in Montreal wearing the same outfit as last time. I'm probably not, but it's all good. So we're going to redo our interview. And uh, so, Patty, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Okay, I'm Heather's sister. Yes. And I'm born and raised in Ottawa, and just, you know, just living my life that's all good
0: that's it so when i originally asked patty to do this interview she was a little hesitant because she wasn't sure she had a lot to say but everybody has an amazing story and patty's uh actually has a really good entrepreneurial story that she was an entrepreneur way before it was a a thing that people (laughs) talked about i mean people were doing entrepreneurial things but now it's like everybody wants to do it And So uh, tell us a little bit about um, Well, maybe a couple of your first jobs and then how it led into your entrepreneurship
1: Okay Well, I started off in high school and I worked in the Ottawa Public Library Which was awesome because I was introduced to a lot of new books just by putting them away in the shelves cool and then after high school I worked in accounting as secretaries of office manager Mm -hmm. and It was that was really good because I became comfortable with taxes and doing my own taxes and so later on on. Uh, I was, uh, started a sewing business, did that for a couple of years. Yeah. And then when kids came along, and I was busy with youngins, I started running a daycare. And it just meant that I was comfortable, you know, collecting all my receipts yeah. and organizing them and keeping spreadsheets and filing my taxes. and. Yeah, no. So everything just sort of worked together. Yeah. So I, I was comfortable with doing all of that stuff. So
0: yeah, I love how that works. Say, eh? and and uh, actually, when we were in high school, they had a typing course. Yes. Which actually. Of course, doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> but uh, I know I learned a lot. My first job was as a secretary too, yeah. so that certainly uh, helped with the, with that as well. And and with the daycare, um, I always had so much admiration for Patty with the daycare because it was not just a matter of like having a few kids over and and entertaining them, but it, there was so much work involved. I remember going to visit and going for lunch at your place, and you. Trekking around all these kids with all the car seats and and the thing I think I admired the most about it was the Discipline that you had and the routine that
1: you created for the for the kids. Oh, yeah No, yeah. definitely with young children It's important to have some kind of routine because there's definitely comfort and familiarity and if you should, It's one of those things if you show any weakness, even yeah. a little crack they're all over you So keeping things organized they didn't question it, right? Because yeah. it was, uh, it was basically not the same every day, but there was a routine and structure for every day. And yeah. so, you know, we would have craft time, and as they got older, I would have workbooks and stuff like yeah. that. And they may not have liked it, but they did it. You know, they did yeah. it because that is just what we're doing. And yes. Then lunchtime, um, that was set in stone. Yes. So like Mondays was Mondays, protect, uh, perhaps was sandwich day, and mm. Tuesday was macaroni day. And if I knew a child really didn't like something, then yeah. it would be like sandwich or something else day. Yeah. And so that one or two children would get the one thing, but it yeah. wasn't a oh, what do you want to eat for lunch yes. because otherwise nobody would eat anything because, again, they would see that weakness that you couldn't decide. So, That's uh, right. And it's funny because when we
0: were growing up, our mom... Had the same sort of structure, you know. I yeah. remember Monday was like poached egg, and oh, yeah. Friday was scrambled egg, and and all of these things. And uh, and so it's definitely interesting how you echoed that with the with the daycare. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you learn what
1: works, right? And, yeah. Uh, and and you know what? I think even though kids like to choose things, and Fridays we always had it as whatever day, so that yeah. was the one day that we relaxed it a little bit. Yeah. But I mean, it also meant that. I could plan for it. So Thursdays uh, we had pizza day, right. and it was a whole morning activity. So yes. we would start off; the kids all would help make the dough, and yeah. and you know we'd put it up to rise, and then they would help make their own pizza. Mm-hmm. And then in between, we would do, be doing crafts and stuff like that. Yeah. And then we would, when it was actually baking, we'd be do something else. Yes. And then they could take ownership over it, and they actually made it themselves. So they would become comfortable in the kitchen. But it kept the whole busy morning busy, yes. and uh, so there was no room for, you know, people just going crazy. <laughs> That's it. That's amazing. Yeah. And
0: so you did that for many years, what, 15 years? 15 years, yeah. 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 And then at what
1: point did you make a little switch and tell us, you know, what, what you did to yeah. do the switch? Well, it was at the point my youngest would have been sort of late elementary school, and, and I just found that... I didn't feel it was necessary for me to be home as much and I was getting to that point where I really did want um, more mental stimulation and so mm. i just slowly eased my way out and started taking courses part time mm-hmm. and then when i retired from the daycare i went p- back to school full time yes. and took a uh, course on internet programming which yes. really fascinated me because i've always loved maths and sciences yeah. ended up passing the course with a 99 percent. Wow. but in there the market crashed and they weren't oh. hiring newbies anymore okay but you know i was able to meet people so you meet the people yes. that introduce you to people and that's how i ended up with health canada yes. on a contract and you know i've never looked back it's uh, i've met some wonderful people and that have guided me where i needed to go so
0: that's it yeah. and i remember um this was long before i had any you know social media presence or or it if I don't even know what existed at that time but you created my very first website I did and I got top marks
1: for that too that that that, was a lot of fun that was amazing yeah Yeah. I got to play with I sort of integrated a lot of our projects because one of us one of them was let's say learning flash and so I made this little flash video and then integrated that into your website and your various photographs so that was a really good experience that was amazing
0: in those days making a website was not accessible for the general yeah. Like, well it was no all way. programming right your That's HTML right. and
1: your C++ and, and all that stuff now could I do it again now? I, it would take research, but yeah. Uh, yeah but it was a it was a lot of fun when it last when when I started. So oh, yeah. that's
0: cool. So so now you work for Health Canada, and you get up very early hours to get to to get to work. I'm still sleeping for a few hours after you get up. But the reason you, that you have an early start time is because you wanted to uh, have one day off a week to devote to your granddaughters so tell us a little
1: bit about that okay well I mean it was very gradual one thing that I'm very fortunate for within where I work is we have the option of working a compressed work week so I mean it started years ago I I compressed my work week a little bit and I took let's say one week one day off every three weeks and then it was two weeks And then uh, after my first granddaughter was born and my daughter was going back to work, I changed it. So now I work from six to four Mm -hmm. and I take every Friday off. And uh, when when Emily was at work, she was working Fridays and Saturdays. And so every Friday I would babysit Jane. And honestly, I remember the first day I had her and I was babysitting for the day. I sat there and I was watching and it's like, oh, my goodness, I only have one child to take care of. Yes. This is so easy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, because it all yeah. comes rushing back, it's right? It's and true, it's just eh? like, I can just devote wow. all of my time to this one child. So That's <laughs> cool. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. And then Lily came along a couple yeah. years later, so she's just turned two. Yeah. And uh, Emily is still at home. She decided nice. to stay home at least till the girls are back in school yeah. and it's nice because now I spend the days with the three of them it's up nice. for Jane now is in school, yes, she's in school. yeah That's but then right. we get that nice balance I get some time just with Emily yeah. and some time just with Lily and some with Jane so it's uh, and then some of us all together so it's, yeah uh, I cherish these days it's you know it's just wonderful to have that opportunity and I know That's I'm it. I know I'm very lucky because I know in a lot of jobs you wouldn't be you able to do, do that. that. No, so that's uh, true, and yeah. And Emily's really lucky because now she's moved
0: out of Ottawa. They actually found a beautiful home in in Armprair yeah. to moved to a smaller town. So it's a bit of a trek for you, but yeah, it's about forty five minutes. It. And oh yeah. yeah, and it's a beautiful little town. I yeah. just um. Just totally in love. It's lovely. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to link up uh, below. Uh, Emily has a whole story about how she found this beautiful house. Uh, and so I, I'm, I'm going to interview her. She's actually cooking up, uh, uh, working on a project, writing a book. So when that's yes. ready to go, I'm going to interview her. And uh, But in the meantime, I'll link up that story because it's super cool. Oh,
1: for sure. Yeah. 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 And so also you do a lot of volunteer work at the Ottawa Little Theaters. Oh, so let's hear about that wow now my history with ottawa little theater goes back to when i was 11 so that's what 44 years ago 45 years ago or something like that and uh, our parents started taking each of us i think it was when we were about 10 or 11. yeah until all six of us were there and we would go we did all the plays and then as we grew up i think uh, mom and dad kept going but then we Uh, you know we were off doing our own thing and then Mm. just slowly over the years I got back into it and Emily started coming and then Emily was interested in the theater and so she wanted to volunteer and so it she was only about what 13 at the time so it made sense for me to be there too And, yeah, no, we started off but doing front of house, which is just handing out programs. And then uh, I think her first play she worked on, she was uh, a prompter. So they call it the position book. And I was working on uh, props or something like that. And uh, we did a few plays together. And then as she got into university and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, she was too busy, but I kept going. And so it was a wonderful learning opportunity. And it being community theater... All you have to do is show an interest, and people will teach you yeah. anything you want to learn. So I've done everything from uh, uh, assistant stage manager, assistant yeah. director. I've been trained on sound and lighting, props. Yeah. I've done some sewing for them. My cool. my favorite is doing the period costumes. Yes. So I did uh, one of the gowns for uh, the Three Musketeers, oh, and it wow. was it was literally out of old. Uh, curtain material. Oh I felt gosh. just like Scarlett O'Hara. It was wonderful <laughs> except without the curtain rod nice. if you've watched uh, Carol Burnett, but nice. uh, Yeah, so it's it's you know, I highly I, I Recommend it to anybody, yeah. especially if you yeah, if you want to either learn more about theater yeah. meet amazing people mm-hmm. or you know, it's just uh, it's It's been a really interesting ride. So That's now so cool. things are a little busier So I still do my front of house and yeah. once in a while I'll go on board either just doing sort of, let's say, um, stage crew or dresser. I've been doing a lot of that, but yeah. Oh, I would so highly recommend it yeah
0: and then we went several times to see dress rehearsals of yes. plays that you were assisting at and uh, very reminiscent of going as a as a child to the, to the shows which is and I'm pretty sure that's what instilled my sort of obsession with going out and and uh, going to live comedy live music plays and it's definitely was instilled in us from a very that's right young age and and you still go often with mom because you live in Ottawa you you guys go often into plays yeah, things. well,
1: we have we have seasons tickets at Ottawa Little Theatre and the Broadway series at NAC, cool. but we always keep our eyes open, so we might go out to Canada for one play yeah. or GCTC yeah. or the Gladstone. the Gladstone has a wonderful variety of plays because cool. it's more of a venue than a specific company, and right. but then all kinds of different companies run shows there including they do uh once in a while they'll do these radio shows so it's actually on the stage they're showing the people do the radio show and you see the crazy antics they're doing with all the that's um, everything they use for uh for sound effects and stuff like that and they're extremely funny of course yeah like behind the scenes oh yeah yeah Yeah. like the thing they the things you wouldn't see listening to it on the radio that's right but yeah yeah, it's it's so much funny (laughs) it's so much fun
0: well the other thing i got a flash of just talking about, you know, going out with family was... um when we were younger, the parents used to play in an orchestra, yes. music of Jocosa, and uh, so that was another thing that we did often to go either to the rehearsals or to their to their shows. Yeah, and they also played in musical. They played in the orchestra of musicals in Greeley and all that. Oh, yeah, and you actually played in the orchestra for a while, I right? I did. I, I just <laughs> remember that now.
1: I had totally <laughs> yeah, forgotten. I about played that. percussion. It was it yes. was amazing. Yeah, they I, they actually had their own uh, timpani, and I so I used to go that. and I'd pull them out of the big cupboard. Oh, and, Oh my god! Yeah, and I, I think they got me playing sandpaper in one, yeah. and maybe a typewriter or something like that. Like That's the, so the what hilarious. is it? The flight of the bumblebee. They yeah. have various things, and then there's that one with the typewriter. Oh my so. god! How long
0: did you do that? <laughs>
1: years? I have no idea. I think I was in high school at the time. Oh, I don't so remember fun. yesterday. So. The, and one of the main
0: things I remember about the, the orchestra was mom used to make Nanaimo bars and bring them to the,
1: to yes. the orchestra. Boy, I
0: remember the food really well. Yeah, the, her uh,
1: Nanaimo bars are incredible.
0: Okay. <laughs> so something else I've always really admired about you as well is your sort of family involvement and family ethics and all the amazing things you guys have done. You did a lot of camping trips. Uh-huh. Uh, you did a lot of uh, kind of group activities and something that you were involved with when the kids were younger was Taekwondo. Oh my goodness, yes. Which which was so cool that you all got your black belts. Yeah. And so
1: tell us a little bit about about the Taekwondo. Yeah, it was actually a good timing for that. It started off with Pete and the boys. They started Mm -hmm. that because Emily was quite young at the time and she was doing ballet. No, Gymnastics, I think. Right. And uh, she was having fun with that, but I think because her dad and her brothers were off doing this thing, yeah. she started feeling a little bit left out. Even okay. though I would go with her and stay with her. Yeah. Um, so anyway, and I think there was somebody picking on her in, in oh. gymnastics, and because I know we had a few conversations about that. Okay. But on the other hand, I, I was always tried to be very careful not to just. Give the the kids the uh, opinion that they could just quit. Yeah. Right? Like they had to work their way through things. And yeah. I would always try to, I wouldn't necessarily force them to go to the end of something, yeah. but there had to be a, a logical breaking point. But we weren't leaving because yeah. of whatever the situation was. Right, right. And so what we did is uh, when Pete and the boys got their black belt, right. their first degree black belt, that's when I said to Emily, well, you know, if you'd like to join, we can go as a family. And yeah. so uh, it was nice because then um, as Emily and I were progressing through the belt levels yeah. we had three teachers at home which oh, was fantastic because yeah. they had put a lot of work into even deciphering the Korean alphabet because okay. you also you have to learn a certain number of Korean words right but also you had to learn to be able to write certain words and right. it's a completely different uh, alphabet of course because it's more, driven more by sounds like so okay. the shapes are sounds it's not like you're draw, uh, memorizing one letter per our, uh, you know, our letter yes. of the alphabet, it's yeah. it's more, these are the letters, uh, this is the how to make the combination of sounds, wow. and so anyway, yeah, so that was a really interesting ride, because then as uh, they were studying for their second degree black belt, Emily and I were studying for our first degree black belt, yeah. and for me, it was perfect, because I was, I had been running a daycare for a lot of years, yeah. and you don't necessarily get the same mental stimulation, I mean, I yeah. love working with the kids, don't get yeah, me wrong, yeah, yeah. but yeah, your brain gets a little bit mushy after a while. So it was really good for me because physically I was getting a lot of more structured exercise, but also the the memorizing the patterns and the words and the terminology and stuff like that. Cool. So I found it very helpful. And so by the, I think I was just, because every, but he started giving it up as they got into other things, right? Because right? Stuart was getting into the Air Cadets and mm-hmm. Travis and Pete stuck around there longer. I can't remember what it was Emily was getting into, but uh, then mm-hmm. I went back to school. And right. uh, so right. then that was a natural break for me because I, when I, when I start something, I tend to like to be 100% and I can That's do really it. well and then get into the next thing. That's so. it. But you definitely milked it for all it was worth because you guys
0: even went on a trip, right? For a competition. Yeah. Is, what
1: was that? Well, the boys were in a, a Taekwondo demonstration team and Pete was one right. of the coaches. And so they were. They did a competition in Montreal and through that they were invited to compete in a Pan Am Games down right. in Anaheim, California. Yeah. And so, of course, Emily and I go along too, right? Because yeah, yeah. what else do you do? Yeah. So it was fascinating because we stayed at the Disneyland Hotel and That's the competition fun. was in the Disneyland Hotel. Oh, I was wow. like, yeah, you yeah, guys, I'll videotape it. No problem. Yeah, I pushed yeah. the wrong button and nothing worked. Oh, no, <laughs> Luckily, it's... other people were taping too, but oh, this good. has not necessarily always been my uh, forte. But, it's, uh, yeah. but you
0: had the experience. We did. It was that's a that's wonderful, amazing.
1: wonderful experience. Yeah. So, yeah. So, thank you so much for coming on the
0: podcast. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That You're was, very welcome. That thank you for inviting a, me to Montreal for, again. For take three. That's <laughs> right. And oh. I'm going to definitely link up some uh, photos of Patty's beautiful work, her and and maybe some old photos of you and the family and stuff and
1: uh, and your taekwondo (laughs) is there anything else you'd like to share with people uh, watching yeah well just congratulations on this is such a fabulous idea because you know a lot of these things you, in my own experiences you just sort of forget and then yeah. you're bringing these up it's like oh my goodness yeah i did that yeah <laughs> so, no, it's amazing. so it's a lot of fun so thank
0: you oh my my pleasure yeah. you No, know, everybody's got such interesting stories yeah. and we all inspire each other and that, absolutely excellent Good. so bye everybody we'll see
1: you the next bye. time thank bye, you. bye.
0: So that's amazing that every Friday you get to hang out with your granddaughters and pick up Janie at
1: school and stuff. Oh, it's so much fun. I just love it. <laughs> Come on. Go, yay! Hey, hi!
0: Hey! We're just filming a movie. Mm-hmm. Can you say hi? Hi.
1: Hi. say hi. Nelly say
0: Hi. Hi. us wow. yeah, do stuffing like that and Ah. (laughs) Thanks so much for tuning in to Stories of Starting. If you would like to inspire others with your story, big or small, be sure to reach out via storiesofstarting.com. Until next time, always remember, your story matters.